Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back, everybody, to Hachzik. Another week, and we're on page number one sixty-two, starting from the bottom. Aval. So now he's going to tell us a third category where betachan will apply when it talks about having relationship with other people. Meaning, betachan is everywhere. It's in every single aspect of what it is that we do, and nothing is absent from it including how we deal with other people. See, when people hear Betachan, they think about my connection to Hashem. And of course, that's what it is, but it's something so much bigger than that. So now, let's see, When it comes to everybody in your life, your wife, your children, everybody, your relatives, those who you love and those who are your enemies, people who you know, your colleagues, people who you just, you know, they're acquaintances, like we would say. Above and beneath you, we'll see what that means. So in your social groups, people who you may turn to for help who are above you, let's say they are more wealthy or they're more well-connected, and people who you'll maybe consider beneath you, but um, people that at times you're going to need their involvement. There are certain correct ways to have bitachon concerning them, as I'm going to tell you. And that is, a person is always found in either one of two situations. Either you're in afremde land. Yes, you're either a stranger in a strange land. That means that you're away, you have no company with you. And when that happens, you have to put on one kind of betachan attitude. Or you're with family, with people, you know, and then you have a different betachan attitude. And now let it begin. This is one of my most favorite parts of Shari Bitachon. Um, really, it's beautiful. And if you're a stranger, what that means is, is that you don't have anybody else around you. For whatever reason, a person is single. A person um, is not single. They have a family, but they're away on a business trip. They're away for a month. God forbid they're in jail or they're in a different country somehow. You're just not with people that you know. What is the attitude of Bitachon at that time? Listen to this. Yet When somebody is feeling alone, you have to know that Hashem is there with you. Hashem is tzivto be'elohav, that you have to feel that, um, you know, the word tzavet means that um, their staff, you know, that, that's the word in Hebrew, like if you want to find a staff member of a camp or a staff member working in a place, so that's what it says at the back. It means that they're staffed, it means that they're on top of you, that they're, that, and that's his lashon, yeah, tzivto be'elohav be'etishtamuto. That Hashem is with you. He's staffing upon, you know. He's taking care of you. He's your counselor. And you have to have trust. You have to rely that he's going to be there in your gerut inside the time you feel like you're foreign. So step one. What was step one? Hashem is with you. Right? That is the attitude over here. Hashem is just not just with you, but Hashem put you there, meaning this is a reality of your situation. And Hashem expects of you to use this reality towards a certain aspect and attitude of bitachon, which is that I'm not alone. Hashem is with me. I'm really, really not alone. That's step one. Step two is you're supposed to glean a certain understanding. You're supposed to be sympathetic towards something. This feeling that you're feeling right now of being alone, guess what? 
You're not the only one who feels that way. There's something very close to you that feels that way as well, and that is the next part. You need to feel how the soul itself feels in Olam Haza all the time. And that all people in the world, let's face it, are just here temporarily. So you got to think to yourself. That anybody who has relatives in this world, in a short time, they themselves are going to feel alone again. They're not going to have anybody who's going to be considered close to them, not a relative or a child. And none of them are going to be with them. Meaning that this is an idea that when a person comes before Shemayim after 120, meaning use this. Can you believe this? Use this. Make it work for you. You're sitting alone, you're feeling alone. First of all, you say, Hashem, you're, you're with me, I'm not alone. Secondly, what does my neshama feel like? You know, I may be amongst people, but I'm so not like them. I'm so different. I have no connection to them. My neshama, inside my body, it looks around and it says, I have nothing that I'm connected to. You know that feeling you have, that deep pit inside your stomach, thinking that I have no connection to any of this whatsoever? Just know your neshama feels the same way. Unless you give a Torah of Maisam Tevim, it feels the same way. And just know that one day, when we're all judged, we're all going to have that feeling. Friends, family, colleagues, they're not going to be around. It's just you and Hashem. And over here, Chovet Levavot tells us a person should sit and really concentrate on this. Really make this a focus of what his attitude and energy is meant to be and what you use it towards. Life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. The lemons that it gave you is that you're in solitude, that you're alone. You're single. You don't have anybody. Use it. Incredible. This one may be a longer one today. I apologize, but it's impossible to teach these in five minutes. You've been relieved from a very heavy burden of having to take care of a family. And this is actually somebody is being benefited by God because of this. If this is their place, Hashem is saying, I'm leaving you open. I'm leaving you without the responsibilities of children, without responsibilities of a spouse. Because there are other things within your talents that I'm demanding of. And that is meant to be used full on over here. Because if you're so busy pursuing the matters of this world, his effort made a lot easier now that he doesn't have a wife and children that he needs to support. And actually, their absence is something that allows him to have a calm and he can be a lot more financially sound. And if he is somebody who is trying to go and perfect matters of what will be acheriroto, what's going to be in his afterlife, meaning if you want to be busy with your spiritual gains, his mind will be clear and free that will allow for him to, while in solitude, be able to think about what it is he's supposed to be doing. This is something so incredible, and I wish we had the time over here to read the bitachon and attitude all the way on the bottom over there, where he mamish talks about how people would go and uh, for a time um, go to seclusion. Actually, it's really the next one where it says seclusion in our times. 
But an idea in which a person, and really read these notes here on the bottom because they're really fantastic, where a person is meant to sit and find a time of solitude to sit and really think about the big things in life. Where am I going? Where am I headed? What have I accomplished? What should I be doing? Somebody who's in solitude at that moment, he's telling us, you don't have the responsibilities of having to support a family. You don't have the headaches that come and are involved in having to run the rat race of life right now as much as other people who are bogged down with that. Use that. Ba'alkein you are prushim borchem. And that's why the prushim would often escape. Yeah, even people who are married, they would leave their families and households and they would go to the harem, to the mountains. They can open up their hearts and free their minds to serve Hashem, to figure out what it is that they're trying to do in the world. And although they had family obligations, he brings here from Rebbe Vigdom Miller on the bottom, their families actually gave them permission to go and to do that. You know, Reb David Feinstein in his book by Yisrael Besser, he brings that Reb David Feinstein, right when he got married, his wife gave him, oh, was it three weeks? Three I'm going to have to give it a look again. He was able to do a road trip across America. That she allowed him to go and do that. And he said that she's a good wife because she saw that I, that I needed that, that I always wanted to go and to see it and, and to go in before I was bogged down with responsibilities and he, how much he learned and how much he enjoyed, appreciated that these Prusham had families that they recognized that for Abba to be able to um, become the best that he can, they gave them that time. The Nevi'im at that time would leave their homes, seclude themselves in order to have that connection. Like we know, very quick, when Leo and Navi was told that he's meant to go and to make Elisha into his disciple, um, Elisha was at the time working with 12 different men, and he was by the, or 12 groups, who were plowing, and he was by one of them. Elio came and like showed him a certain sign that said, look, it's time for you to go. You're becoming a Navi now. You have to leave this all behind. And Alicia said, I understand. I get it. I don't have to go into solitude. Let me at least go say goodbye to my father and my mother. Let me kiss him one more time before I go. And so there's a concept over here of using solitude to your benefit and to have bitachon to know that Hashem is doing that for you, the benefit of solitude. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.